0: Love
1: talk Radio. Let's start with
2: hope.
1: I threw it in the middle like a skipping stone. A ripples won, son of a gun. Some would not have thought so, but I stand here, commander. I take that seriously, but along the way, a rogue ripple turned tidal wave in reaction to what I tried to do, a rebirth of a nation's hatred, red, white, and blue is black. Cutting the book on bad behavior Maybe he cheats the neighbors Seals he gets what they pay for weekend Put him on the back and send him on through No man's ignorance will ever be his virtue Is this the best we can be? Seriously Let's talk of fear And why I don't bring it in here It's a dangerous word Spooks to herd And we all bleed in the stampede Fear makes a false friend indeed And I take it seriously
2: Oh, hear me
1: now For the truth gets drowned out By a demigod i Let's end with
2: why,
1: it's a question I want to ask of us as a populace, why not take our time for the weight of this story, seriously.
2: (coughs)
3: Greetings everyone, welcome to the Truth to Power show, my name is Beverly D. And uh, we have Mr. Myron Rice with us uh, tonight. And I just want to say that the information that we give are opinions only. No one is, is saying that um, we're giving professional attorneys' advice or professional tax advice. Uh, we're just giving opinions. And uh, Mr. Rice, thank you for joining us tonight. How are you feeling today?
4: I am fine. I'm sorry I didn't get back with you earlier. I was too busy trying to get back to Detroit and looking at my phone. Okay, so, that's all
2: right. That's okay.
1: Now.
4: We're, We're here to, now. Glad to be here, folks. Okay. Glad to be here. They listen to you, listening <clears throat> audience out there. Anyone has any subject matter that they need to discuss? You know, you control what the subject matter is by like calling in, Ask the questions. The number to call in is what? 323. Um, 642 six. 1586. And you press one. Press I, I? Yeah. Press one to get on in. Also, for those people who want to listen on the Zoom, and we kind of hang out late for those people like the, the after party. Well, we have a little after party at 10.30 on Zoom. For those who want to come in yeah. on Zoom and talk and I'll converse with other people we uh we, we are there the zoom id number is six seven five three oh five zero six six two again six seven five three oh five zero six six two i normally share the screen while i'm on the show but it comes to seem it seemed to me that uh, the bandwidth where i'm at is very low so when i do share screen um my my voice is breaking in and out, so we don't want to do that. So we won't be sharing it while we're doing the show. But afterwards, we'll show you some of the things. If you have questions or what processes that I've done and not done, we will be used doing that and uh, showing you those those items. Okay. So again, anyone have any questions? Of course, when you come in on Zoom, please mute your mic. No one can hear you but me, but that's distracting to try to hear you because I can't tell whether you're talking or we're getting a call from Beverly. So I'm not sure who's getting what. So I need you all to mute yourself, and then we can speak later. Uh, Let me see what is this here. Oh, (laughs) something else. Someone does text me somewhere on that damn board. Okay. one of the subject matters that I've been dealing with, or what I have done this week, and, and just to let you know that it is alive and well and working, is I sent a letter. I, oh, months ago, terminated my, uh, or surrendered my certificate of title. I first, became came have a superior position in it. Uh, if you want to check that out, look at um, CC9-303. UCC 9-303 uh, number B, or you can go to Michigan has MCL 440.9303, and that's where they you can they show how you get a superior position on the certificate of title that you hold, and you have a a beneficial interest when you have a certificate of title, you have a beneficial interest. However, they are controlling the title. They're in control of the title, but they gave you, you know, I call it renter's fee, a, a rental, rental. You're renting it and paying whatever fees it is for renting a car, you know, a driver's license, and paying it. Someone was talking about you renew your license. Why? Because they got bonds. They're making money on those licenses with bonds. And those bonds have, all bonds have an expiration date. So you have to renew your license as you do everything else. Those bonds have have to be renewed by them. That's why you renewing stuff. But they have to create new bonds. They're making a lot of money off you all. Anyway, I surrendered my certificate of title that I had had a superior position on. However, I never did ask them to release the bond. So I recently sent something last week to the Secretary of State and um, to say, "Hey, release your interest. You had an interest in it." You were supposed to destroy all your identity by getting uh, your certificate back. They're supposed to destroy whatever they control of your vehicle. However, it does not speak about them giving you the MCO back or any titles that they may have on your vehicle. So, terminating and liquidating the bonds, I'm requesting them to do that. To so, tell them, hey, I want my money. You already made it, Get, just terminate the whole trust. But when you liquidate those bonds, the whole trust is gone. And this is what I did this weekend. I sent letters to, again, the Secretary of State, and I made carbon copies. So I copy it to the governor, the attorney general, the uh, state court administrator, the sheriff's department, the treasurer. And funny enough, they all got their letter. And I did the call, tax procure, go on the YouTube, the T A S E. P-E-R-C-U-E, tax secure, which in French means free, free mailing, mail-free. So I didn't pay anything, and I sent these certified. So I had a green card on the back. I So when I go to my mailbox, I should have a lot of green cards there where it came back to me. But tax-precure on, on YouTube, again, T-A-X-E, P-E-R-C-U-E, tells you how you can send your mail-free when you are foreign. You must be foreign. And there's ways we know how to become foreign. And when the return address is a foreign address, then you should be able to send your mail, certify anywhere in this world, certify and register. The only problem I have with registered is I register stuff to myself, but I want the uh, UPU to have a record of what I'm registering to myself. So on the back of the form that you fill out, a registration form. I think it's a form, what, 3806 uh, I believe is the name of the form, 3806. On the back of it, I write down RE means regard, and then uh, whatever I'm sending to myself, or in this case it was uh, release You know your interest. So that way if I have to have called the post office in as one of my witnesses, that I told you to do something and you wouldn't do it, I've sent it through the mail, you received it, then I can call the post office in and tell them they have lawyers, an attorney, they have a court themselves that they can go after these corporations and say, excuse me, this, this Mr. Rice did this and he, I got a record right here in my file on the back of it. He says what he did, that he sent it to you. Um, why aren't you acknowledging it? Why aren't you acknowledging it? People, what well, we talk about, you all know all these processes. But very few of you knows about enforcing. Very few of you know about yeah. enforcing it. Go ahead. Now you say it on
3: back of the form. Which, which form were you talking about? The uh, when you it's say a, you write
4: R. Yeah, well, you, you know when you register something, it's like you use a green and white paper when you go to post office like get right. green and white white to do the certification. Well, when you register something, you know they got another form. Uh, I believe it's a uh, thirty that's a thirty eight hundred. I believe it's a thirty eight oh six. I okay. should hold on. Let me look at Because
3: usually they don't have it. They they usually don't have the registration form out. They usually have that back there
4: with them. Well, you can you can ask for it, but you gotta fill it out. You gotta write out from and two. Well, once I get it from there, okay. I think the registration of the red and white registration uh, sticker. Right. I, I get the sticker, then I go home. But fortunately, I got people in other states. They send me a roll of them. You can ask somebody in another state or whatever to send you a roll. Some some okay. people, some states, Some of these states don't care. Some of these counties don't care. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm looking at the form now. Yeah. Thirty-eight oh six is PS form thirty-eight oh six. Registered mail receipt. And you'll be filling okay. out the front. That's the one they give to you, but on the back of it, I will put down RE, regard, colon, and then whatever you send in. you got a whole back page and a little page. You can write down what you want. And all of this is so that you can say through the post office that I got a record, that they have a record of what you sent to these people. I'm going to use them. I can use them. They have reports and stuff, too. The post office have their courts and attorneys and all that to contact, or, con- or have them contact the corporation. Is giving you any problem? But now if we're talking something like the, uh, uh, you know, the attorney general or the secretary of state. We shouldn't abuse the country. No, these are corporations too. So how would I go above them? Well, you have to go federal, or what? The UPU. When you send something registered. You are sending it through the UPU. The UPU is a country, not a corporation. It's a country. So that country can tell a corporation what to do. If they don't do it, maybe they won't get no mail. And I don't think they want to deal with not getting any mail. I know I wouldn't. I'm not going to piss off the man that delivers my mail. But this is another way of enforcement, having yourself enforced. Register it to yourself and also give you a superior position on those certificate of titles that you get. You want a superior position. And if you read, again, UCC 9-303, number B, it says that the issuing certificate becomes ineffective when there is another certificate to take its place. But so read that, 9-303. Uh, UCC nine in Michigan is what MCL Michigan Compiled Law 440.9303, and it's not B. I think it's two because Michigan changed all the UCC. They make the numbers and the letters, and the letters and the numbers. So when you go to court and you spouting off UCC something in Michigan court, you can go to jail for contempt. But we don't have UCC in Michigan. We don't have a UCC in Michigan. We have laws similar to UCC, but, again, the numbers change, the letters change uh, when they were recording, but the wording is all the same, exact same wording. It has changed the numbers and the reference numbers and the reference letters. But the point is, yes, I, I withdrew, and um, I looked at them because I mailed them like Monday and Tuesday last week, and some of them got delivered on Thursday. I had a third-party debt collector that I sent one to in Utah. I did it on, on, on Monday. I did it, and on they got their they got their letters. They got their letters Thursday. Okay, and so they got their letter the next day. Utah got it overnight. When Michigan is taking three. It took two days. I don't get it. You said something, to, and Utah got it the next day. I sent it on the eighth. They got it on the ninth. But, uh, you know, that's, that's not the mail. I don't control the mail. Don't care. I just want to make sure that my stuff gets delivered. So the people don't. Uh, you know, I don't want to hear those excuses. It costs too much. It costs too much. You can send it some registers if you want. But the reason I would pay for it when I send it to myself, or if it's some kind of security that you send in someone, you want the post office to have a record of it. So, so pay for it. You know, or eighteen dollars going to when it's a security and you're registering a security to someone, then you may want to do it. But the majority of things that you mail out, you should be doing it certified. You give the people notices. Just you can send a it certified. It the still they still get it, and it won't it won't really you know matter. As long as they receive it, and I even did it this way instead of. Having those big vanilla envelopes, you know, uh, eight by twelve, and what was the like other eight by
2: fourteen?
4: And I, I send. I CC allows them. We only have three documents in it, uh, three pages. Well, uh, I, I use a regular envelope. I use a regular envelope. I put my form return address on there. I put the stamp with my thumbprint on there, and then on the back of it, I put the green card. On the back of it, I, I I taped the flap, closed the flap, put tape over the flap, and then I put the green card on top of the flap, and then of course the, the certified number was was in the middle, so it made it certified. That was in the middle of the envelope between the stamp and the return. But it got there. One of them got there anyway. I still got two more to look for. I, I, I they may get delivered tomorrow, hopefully. But I just want to let you know what, what it is, what I've done, what I do, and, you know, so that you won't be like, oh, uh, it costs too much. You know, I know people who did those injunctions. I remember this guy said he did an injunction and he had to mail it to, oh God, like 10 people, cost him 300 and something dollars. Oh, both? Uh uh-uh. uh. And people say, well, who do I send it to? everybody. It don't matter. It don't cost you nothing. Send it to everybody. Who cares? If you don't know, if you're not sure, send it to them anyway. It don't cost you anything. Quit crying about that. Don't be telling me. Who do I send it to? Everybody. If you don't know, send it to them anyway. So what? All they do is trash it, but at least you know who you send it to. That's what we have to start understanding. We're giving them notice to everybody you have to. It don't cost you any funds. So I thought I'd start with what I'd done this week. But, again, one letter went to a third-party debt collector who said how old money. I heard from these people in over 10 years. And you need to go to your statutes of limitations for your state. That's the first thing everyone needs to do. Go get the statutes of limitations for your state. Some debt collectors are collecting outside the required time limit, you know? So you just need to know what, what it is and send it to them. Send them a, a package. You know, you'll be you, you, beyond the statute of limitations. Of course, if they're third party, which is what they get in the letter, they have to tell you in your letter, read your mail. They really almost tell you how to get out of a situation. Your remedy is in the letter. that What they send you, the remedy is in there. But nobody's reading. You must read it, not just read it. Understand it, absorb what's what you're reading, knowing what you're reading. Don't just read it, but get an understanding of what you're reading. Every single word means something. But in small print down at the bottom, it says, "Hey, uh, uh, this is an attempt to collect the debt." That's the first thing that you know right there. You off the hook. This is an attempt. Well, you guess what? Your attempt has failed. I don't care who you are. I get them from attorneys, and then they said this is an attempt to collect the debt. So I sent them, and I used the David Clarence letter. You are trespassing on my estate. You must operate under your estate. And when you, when I say estate, that means your social security number has one dash, not two. So whatever, one, two, three dash, four, five, dash, seven, eight, nine, no. You're going to be one, two, dash, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That is the format that your social security number is set up as an estate trust. No, 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 please. Uh, mutual mic, please. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you, you, you said no, because your, your social has three formats. The two dashes is like first, middle, and last. That's the debtor. That's the debtor, first, middle, and last. One dash is the trust and the state. So you like your first two numbers in your social dash and then the rest of the numbers. And you file a 1041 tax form. 1041 is for a state and trust. So you put the format in an estate and trust. Now you got these tax people; they don't know about this. But you tell, you educate them. That's why I'm educating you, You have to educate them. And then the one with no dashes it's your exemption ID. You put that on the back of your checks and everything. And the money, you know, you get a check from your job, and you endorsing it and depositing in the bank. You put your exemption ID number on there because it came from your estate, your job. Is paying you from your estate, your birth certificate. Why would you pay taxes on something that came from your birth certificate, folks? Get away from that 1040. You shoot yourself in the foot if you keep messing with the 1040. Leave it alone. It was only meant for people who work for the government. The 1040 is all those who work for the government. But if you don't work for the government, then you need to be doing a 1041. If you don't believe me that you are in a state trust, then you need to go to the IRS website and, and look up the uh, 60, uh, the uh, section 20.7.13 in the IRS manual. Get the IRS manual. Uh, again, 20.7.13.3.2.2, number two. An infant is a deceit of an estate, is a grantor of a trust, is a corporation. It's all these things. But it doesn't say you're an individual. You're filing an individual tax form on a 1040. You're not defined as far as the IRS is concerned, and I think that's what we're paying the taxes to. So, Doug. So, I guess if you file a 1041 and you set up your Social Security as an estate, then I ask, and you're going to get your money. It doesn't mean the numbers don't change. It's the same number, whether it's two dashes, one dash, or zero. It's the number don't change. No one has your number. No one has your number. No matter what the format is. But it is important to make sure that format set up for the right form. Just trying to give y'all a little hint, hint here. You know, we're talking about the, the offers again, offers, what they give you that you owe. The IRS gives you a bill. I guarantee you, if the IRS gives you a bill, you can look at the coupon. It's going to say payment on the coupon. So all these other bills you get, and, and it says that the, the dotted line, make a payment. Well, wait a minute. The IRS already gave you a payment. The coupon is a payment, so why are you sweating? Sign it. Give it back to them. Put that exemption ID number on the back. No dashes. I don't know nothing. Thank you. All they're doing when they send you a bill, the IRS is telling you that you need to assess your account. Someone has took funds out of your estate, and no one's paid taxes on it. That is what the IRS is telling you when they say you're real. Someone has took out of your estate, and there were no taxes paid on it. So you need to assess it. And, of course, your assessment is, I don't have to pay because it came from my account in the first place. All right, fine. Beautiful. Moving on. That's it. Now you move on. That's what they're telling you. You need to assess it now. Whether I think there's a form, I can't think of the name right now, where you could ask who might have took the funds out or send a letter back to them, who took the funds out, verify the debt. You could treat because the IRS is not the same as the IR. The Internal Revenue is on the we the people side. It's on the the Treasury Department, not the Department of Treasury. Anything that they were of in there is part of the corporation. It's part of the uh, the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, what is it? Not the Dujour group. The de facto group. They're part of the de facto. The IML, Those twelve bankers. The uh, the the treasurer in Puerto Rico, not the treasury in Washington. You know, you got two treasurers now. You got the one in Puerto Rico, and you got the one in Washington. Who are you supposed to be addressing? If I'm one of we the people, I need to be addressing the, the DeJuar one, the Treasury Department. Not the Department of Treasury. That deals with the debt and stuff. But they do have funds in Puerto Rico that you could, again, the bonds and all those things. So so when we be sending
3: things to the to um. The Treasury Department. What's that guy's name? Moochin or whatever. Is he the Department of Treasury
4: or is he the Treasury Department? No, I believe he's the Department of Treasury. I believe he's on the jury side. If someone, if I'm incorrect on that, please someone call in and correct me. But I do believe he's on the Department of Treasury. He's the Department of Treasury. He's not the, the, the Treasury Department treasury department. Okay. So why are we
3: sending... Well, he deals with the debt, so usually we send things to him, like especially if we liquidating and terminating and are paying our bills, because he handles the debt. That's why we're sending them to him and not to Puerto Rico.
4: Yeah. Well, we are sending... He is in Puerto Rico. He's, in fact, he's the governor of the of Puerto Rico. He's the governor of the debt, yeah, of the uh, IMF. I'm
3: talking, International
4: about, Monetary no, I'm talking about the guy that's in Washington. The tre the new what's his name? Maguchin I'm not I'm not sure. I believe he? Maguchin is on I think he's the one in Puerto Rico. I'm not sure right now 'cause they can they just they just need to change things I'm just starting to notice them, So I'm I'm not I haven't said anything to the Treasury okay. Department okay. yet. So I'm not sure which one he is. Maybe someone out there can call in. And who's the treasurer in the treasury department as opposed to who's in uh, the, uh, the department uh, of
3: treasury? Okay, okay, but the one that's in Washington, we send a lot of our stuff to him, you know, when we are uh, paying, you know, having them to pay the debt and stuff. Why are we, are we supposed to be sending it to him or the one in Puerto Rico?
4: It depends on what you're trading is, because all securities are Treasury securities. Treasury securities mean that it comes from the Treasury Department. So if you're dealing with a Treasury security, let's say you kind of turn your birth certificate in or whatever, convert it to money, it has to go to him. He's the one that discharges the debt when you set it off. And then he let the people on the debtor side know,
2: know the real
4: right. side. Now, this when you is, say this,
3: him, are you talking about the one in Washington,
4: or are you talking about the one yeah, in Puerto Rico? When you say him, the one in Washington. Okay. The one in Washington. I thought you were referring to the man in Washington. Okay.
2: So he,
4: he and please remember that the the, the the one the one in Puerto Rico and everything on the debtor side, anything to do with the IMF and the. Uh, and uh, the Department of Treasury, all these things are images. Let's say it's a mirror, and these are the images inside the mirror. They're images inside the mirror. They're on the private side, on their private side called legal stuff. That's what they run and they own. We have to be there. They need a reflection. They need you to, to verify things. So it's on the public side, which is where your protection comes under, under the public side. And we, the people on, the, on our public side, it's still private, but it's public to them for their private stuff that they do. They file, they, when they file liens against you, a UCC-1, they file a non-UCC debt against you because you can inquire about any debt that someone has on you, and you can inquire with a UCC-11 to the state or your state, and they would probably tell you no results. No one has filed any liens, but yet yeah, they're garnishing your check. Somebody's on that you just don't see. They operate on the private side. You go to court. The prosecutor took some funds out, out of your fund. He got a 1099 OID. How do I know that? Because anyone who takes money out of your fund must get an OID that is under the OID publication 12, 12 page 7. So if he sit there and say he don't have OID, he's lying. And he didn't have, he didn't take no money, he don't have no bond. He has to draw money out to create bonds. If he don't have no, if he don't have no OID, then he couldn't create a bond, which means you don't, you will not have a case against you. Because nobody can go to court without a bond put on them. They have to make sure that they protect the, the plaintiff, the defendant as well. You might injure the defendant. You better have some insurance on there. So, Publication 1212, 12, page 7. Nominee. That's what he is. He took funds out of your state and he received a ten ninety nine OID, which is a receipt showing that, hey, he got some money. Now, again, he has to notify you and that's what they give when they give you your coupon or your offer or your presentment or whatever you want to call it. You read remittance. It's all these different names depending on what you know part of the code you're studying. And to notify you that we have funds out of your account. This is what we drew out, Master, and what they want you to do. You're supposed to not write them a check, use your debit card, go get a money order. You're supposed to say, release the funds. Thank you. Release the funds and return it back to me, which 1212 said. They must file another 1099 OID. They must file another 1099 Making to each owner, and it says to each owner, and to make them the recipient, meaning you're going to receive the funds, and they are the payers. Pretty straight and simple. People crying about OIDs and this, that. Forget about what you're hearing out there. Go to Publication 1212 and hear what they're saying. You don't supposed to be filling those OIDs out. They are supposed to give it to you when you are, there's keyword word in there, the owner. They must follow to each owner. When did you tell them you was a owner? That's something I keep trying to tell you all. When did you ever tell them and send them a letter saying, "I am the creditor. I am the owner." Here's the proof of it. I'm at the age of majority. Minnesota Rule 220. Say- how do you become at the age of majority? See,
3: this, is when, this is when the enforcement have to come in because a lot of these uh, corporate people, they want to disagree with you. You know, they want to say they the creditor, you the debtor, and that's when you're going to have to use the enforcement, and that's what a lot of us are not familiar with.
4: No, I, I don't. I don't agree with that. I, I have to. They don't have to answer. What that's what they style. have to
3: me.
4: I understand, but did you ever? Did you, did you tell? Aren't you considered debtors in possession? Didn't you, the Department of Justice say that you're the one that has everything insured? you suppose and then Publication twelve twelve comes from the IRS. So if they don't do what the IRS said for them to do, that's your enforcement right there. You follow thirty nine forty nine a. You filed a thirteen nine oh nine saying they took money out of my state and they don't want to pay taxes That's on
3: what it? I'm saying. That's the enforcement part because I, oh, I okay. sent them the letter and then I had even the uh, um, the tax person to send not the tax but the person who do your income tax the you know yeah. the person that and so I even had them to send them uh, their letter and and they still was it. refusing. And so then that's And, and I, that I'm telling you. What are you
4: talking about? Okay. Again, you haven't stated what the 1212 said. You must be the owner. You must give a letter. You must have given a letter of notice to the county clerk showing that you're at the age of majority. I guarantee you ain't done that. Send a letter to the no, county I didn't, because clerk. Because
3: at the time, I didn't know about that.
4: That's why you I mean, didn't like, get your results. That's that's why you people not getting the results. You don't know the law. I'm I'm trying to give you the law behind the closed doors for what they have to follow. They can't break their own laws. Someone told them what to do, and if they don't do it, they know they're gonna not only lose their job, but okay, you know they're gonna get they go to jail.
3: So you saying when they refuse all that to accept what you what you what you saying? You saying before you send them the letter or after you send them the letter, you are supposed to go down and file at the county clerk what that your A N C or or any of that stuff. That's what you filing at the county clerk.
4: Because I thought we were should, but you it's still but the county clerk tells all these other people. You just, you gotta give them notice. You can't, how are you gonna say you somebody, I'm the king, and you don't tell nobody? You, you, you're you locked up in your room, in your house, and you don't tell that who you are. You have to give notice. And that's what I'm sending to the county. I'm giving them notice that I got an ANC in Minnesota and that it's registered, that name is registered in Minnesota. But Michigan got a assumed name certificate. I was looking at it today, and they tell you. You can't use your legal name. That's what it says on there. For your assumed name certificate, it says you can't use your legal name. Well, thank you, Miss Michigan, But I already got my legal name, but I did it in another state. But I'm just notifying you that I will be doing commerce in your state. So I will send it to the county clerk. I will send it on the private side, and I'll give it to them so that they understand. Now, they can put it in. I don't care. They can put it in there miscellaneous file or whatever, but it is the state that I will be doing business. I have an EIN number for the name. The name is registered and is also filed in another state. Just like people who get uh, their corporation filed in, uh, what, Las Vegas. Why? Because they pay less taxes. But they still do a business here in Michigan. But they file it so in what? Las Vegas.
3: What was the purpose of putting it in the legal news? I thought that's what you were doing when you were putting it
4: in the legal news. That Again, that's another way of giving them notice, and no one argued it, because the legal news is in Michigan. Everyone in Wayne could look at Wayne County, whatever county you're in, could read the newspaper to say, I told you I did it, and I got a certificate of publication saying that nobody argued it. Nobody didn't argue it. So when I send, I send in the note. I send that out uh, that uh, affidavit of publication, right along with the information to the county clerk. to let him know what has already been done, and all. I'm not asking his permission. I'm not asking his. Any, uh, just let him know and inform him that I will be doing business in my state, in this county, in this state. That's it. That's so all you're, you're doing. Saying, so you're
3: saying, so you saying that even though you you give notice because that's what you say when you put it in the legal news you give it notice you still got to go down to the county clerk and get notice
4: down there too okay yeah well I do both you can read, read again it don't cost you nothing to send it to them why, why, why do I do it? read but read the read the publication 1212 12. it's called the general rules of practice this is a general rule of practice it says that the register title will accept whatever paperwork you give them once you show him that you are at the age of majority. It says it. The first, I wish I had it on. Do you have? Wish I had it in front of me. Um, Minnesota Rule Twelve Twelve. Let me just let's, let's look at it oh, real quick
3: here. The general rule.
4: Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota Rule. I call it a general rule of practice, which I ask Minnesota to give me a certified copy of it. When they send me a certified copy of it, I put an application on top of it. I sign it, send it to me, I'm a registered name, da, 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 da. I sign it, notarize it, and authenticate it in Michigan with the Secretary of State. So it's accepted in the Secretary of State. So no one can say, but this rule belongs to my foreign state. I want them to know that this is under my foreign state, not theirs. I'm foreign too. So, let me see real quickly. And and, and the rule, foreign rules and laws here, Rule 220. If you're reading Rule
2: 220,
4: and let me see here. And the first, what, first four words said that when I send them that notice, they have to accept
2: it. They said they would accept it. Okay, let's go down here okay. Alright, my
4: computer's slowing down here Alright, now it's got to move go. Hold on people listening we, We're just trying to get in some critical situations on what you have to do first, because don't think you can send something to her and they're going to jump and say, oh yeah, okay, this is right. If you haven't put yourself no, in a position I, that you can
2: but have see, these are, I'm
3: just these I'm These are little points that I had missed up when I was doing my paperwork and I just want to get clarification so other people could see where I had the problem at and then they know because I did everything, but I didn't give the notice. I didn't go to the, um, you know, the clerk at that time. I hadn't even put it in the paper, so that's so they know that these are things they need to do.
4: Okay, uh, I'm looking at Rule 220. It's called the General Rules of Practice. I don't care if it's Minnesota, Myron. Now it's Myron Rules for General Rules of Practice But the first sentence. The Register of Title, look it up. Look up who's the reg- registrar with R-A-R at the end of title. If you type it in, there, tell you the county clerk. I'm just mentioning, but personally, it's got an S on title. So I would say anyone who's giving you any kind of certificate of title, that's one Those are people you need to notify. Whoever giving you a certificate of title, unless you like Secretary of State, you get a certificate of title for your vehicle. You know, you get warranty deeds or whatever for your, your house. Whoever's giving you something that you hold your driver's license, that's a certificate too. So whoever's given to you must it says that the register of titles is authorized to receive for registration of memorial. And what's memorial? Something dead. So what are we talking about? Registration of something dead, whether well, something dead, your birth certificate. And you're dead on the birth certificate at the bottom, the date data was registered at the bottom, the registrar at the bottom made you data. So it says the registry of title is authorized to receive for registration, that means they have to file it, a memorial upon any outstanding certificate of title and official birth certificate pertaining to a registered owner name. And word again Registered owner name. So you need to be registered for this as well. And once you have attached and, it and, and an affidavit of an affian who states that he, she is familiar with the fact beside it, so the person who's doing that affidavit on top of the birth certificate is not any de- two dimensional piece of paper, it's a three dimensional person who says, I. Recognize and, and that I am familiar with all the facts that's on that birth certificate. It's a three-dimensional person that says that a dead piece of paper cannot say I, I'm good. This is everything on here is good. And then it says that hereafter, the register of titles, with the S on the hands, whoever you notify, shall treat the registered owner, there we go. registered owner, as having attained the age of majority. At a date, 18 years after the date of birth. So 18 years after, once you get over 18, boom, he must and it said he must receive. He's authorized to receive for registration of a memorial. So when I send it to him, I'm sending him this little law here, saying that you authorized to receive this. It's not saying that I'm asking his permission. It says he's supposed to receive it. Give him notice, and then after he gets it. What is he supposed to do? The register of title shall treat the said register owner as having attained the age of majority. Duh, people. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Anyone have an argument about this?
2: Please send me a
4: call. I'm reading it from, from Minnesota. I got a certified copy of it from the man who makes all the rules and says all the rules for Minnesota. So please, if you got a question about this rule, this is what you need to be doing to prove that you're at the age of majority. That means I'm not a cred- i am not a debtor, people. I'm a creditor. I'm an owner. It says registered owner. So where Publication 1212 says that uh, that the nominee must fill another 1099 OID to each owner. Oh my gosh! what i'm saying what what you what we saying they We notify them as the, being the register of title we notify them that we're the age of majority that we're the creditor, and they have to give us back what they took from out of our estate. They have to return it They can't take it they take something from our estate, they don't pay taxes on it and they have to return it back to you. That's what your employer does. When he gives you your W-2 at the end of the year, he took money out of your estate to pay your salary all year. At the end of the year, he has to tell the IRS that he's giving it back to you under your Social Security number. Whatever number you gave him, he'll give file taxes with. So he's doing it. He's returning it. He's filing publications, but he's giving it to you know Lieutenant tell IRS I took money out. I want to make sure that I give it back, so this man can put put it on his taxes. So your employer, he's not knowing who really the register of type who who the uh, owner is, but he do know that he took money out of his your estate, and if he don't return it, then come back and get him. So he has to get rid of it so that he doesn't pay taxes. But so this is this is just general rules of practice. Uh, if you, you need to get a copy of it when you authenticate your birth certificate. Which, what they're talking about is authenticating your birth certificate. This is what they're saying, and it, said, it says the said certificate of title showing the date of birth of said registered owner. The registered owner again. Providing there is attached to said birth certificate an affidavit of an affian, which is anybody who states that he, she, and it's a he, she. It ain't an it, it says he, she, is familiar with the facts recited, stating that the party named in said birth certificate is the same party as one of the registered owners. In the said certificate of title, it. it I don't know how these could be explained any easier than this general rule of practice, and it does say general rules of practice. For those of them on Zoom, I'm seeing the Zoom. I, I need you to make sure you download that and have it in front of you when we get when we talk about it this email. Have those general rules downloaded, and so you can see what I'm talking about, and then we can talk about how a lot of problems. you've people run into is because you're not a you're a child you are a child, you use those two dashes, you are a child and as I said before you're lucky they don't send you back a sucker, saying thank you child, lick on so the sucker and go away, you are a sucker, you can they're send that well I'm surprised they didn't send you one as a baby you're an infant that's why when you go in a courtroom you have to have an attorney the judge can't recognize a child, you have to have an attorney. In this instance, the applicant is someone who's representing the child and saying, hey, I know everything about this child. I can verify everything that on this child's birth certificate. And I'm willing to sign it, and, and I will be the registered owner for that child or I'll be representing the registered owner. I registered that dead piece of paper name. That legal name is registered to me. Anyone who uses your name is identity theft. You hear me? Your name is registered. They only have registrations. Notice it says they use a registration. They use your name, and I do know people who got out child support. They went to the hearing, whatever, say their name is registered, boom. Your case is dismissed. They can't use your name, people, men or women. That's identity theft. The IRS don't like identity theft. They hate identity theft. They hate someone who doesn't need identity theft. Am I still, I'm still being heard, Beverly? Uh-huh,
3: we listening.
4: Okay, well, um, we almost been talking. And, oh, well, um, I thought we started at eight thirty. No questions? Come on, people. What are we? And what the, are we saying here? the call
3: in. The call in number is three two three six four two one five eight six, and push the number one. This is the time for you to ask your questions, comments, information, whatever yeah, it is. This you're on is the Zoom. Time I can't to talk to you on Zoom. Tell them to come Again, over here and ask
4: a question. Yeah, you got to call in at 323-642-1586 and then press number 1 to get in the queue. Yeah, I can't speak to Zoom, folks. Cause no one can hear you out here in the radio world. The only I hear you. All right? Thank you, folks. Uh, any questions? Come on, folks. Uh, am I not? Am, if everybody know what I'm talking about, then at least call me and say, Mr. Rice, I know what you're talking about. Thank you. You want to give me stuff I already know. Please, tell me something. You know, I'm, I'm, so I'm pointing you to the water.
3: So now when you, like you uh, did your uh, liquidation and things, of uh, termination that you did with your title, so did you put a package together like a cover letter the, uh you yes. put your uh Minnesota rule in there. Uh are some other things that we need to have in the package?
4: Well, I, I have thirty I actually had thirty seven pages that I sent to them. Oh my. But it wouldn't I didn't even I didn't even have to really go into uh the owner thing. I'm just telling them nobody. by Michigan has a law, Michigan has a rule, uh M C L two five seven dot two five eight. Again, Michigan has a rule, MCL 257.258, number one, and go down to H, where it says that the actual owner of, if you're a foreign corporation, a foreign uh, entity, that you, an owner, that you must surrender the certificate of title. You have to surrender it back for them to destroy and any titles, any certificates, any plates, anything they got, that shows they have ownership of of your vehicle, they are supposed to destroy it. But you must follow these rules, and number H tells you what to do, which is more Mm -hmm. detailed than what UCC 9-303 talks about. That's more general. But Michigan rule goes into more detail. It tells you about surrendering it back to the secretary. Give them what they gave you. Once you give them back what they gave you, they're no longer under your jurisdiction. You you are outside their jurisdiction,
3: and that so includes that's the birth certificate. all. That's what I was just getting ready to ask you. That includes all certificates, right and titles,
4: Exactly. marriage. You want to death? That, all of it. You want to You you want to get completely out the system and live off the gold and the entrance of the gold with a black card? You have to turn in your certificate of title, your birth certificate. And give them the birth record. The birth record is where you were stated as being alive. The birth certificate is where you were dead. You give them back what they gave you as being dead. All this is followed the what? Uh, the CESICU Act of 1666. The mm-hmm. Sassaquah Act of 1666 Tell you you must prove that you are alive. So you got to get rid of the death certificate. Well, well, how do you prove you are alive? My birth record at the county, at the hospital, the doctor said this child was born alive. Oh, my God. You got one of their own people saying you was alive and it's witnessed by some of the register who signed it. So, so you got, got a document, a birth record. Well,
3: hmm? That certificate is what you use for the death. Well, I don't want to call it a death certificate, but the other birth certificate that they Said that you were uh, dead, so they own all of these certificates. But we are beneficiaries. Is
4: that correct? Uh, well, we're not. Yes, yeah, you could say that. We have beneficial interest in the birth certificate, but the birth record is as your proof of life. You know, I, I wrote it down as an affidavit, a proof of life, and I just use these okay. people as my witness. These these are witnesses that I was alive before they made me dead. For, I think it was, let me see, 12 11 days I was alive Because they filed it down at the bottom On the 23rd of August But the 12th is when I was born There's a difference in being born And when you was birthed. Okay, so I was birthed A few days later, a few weeks later Some people months later, I, I don't know But whatever's down at the bottom And you notice, I didn't sign it I couldn't sign it, I was a kid How come they keep saying this birth certificate is mine? How could it be really mine when I didn't sign for it? How can I be held responsible when people are charging the birth certificate? The court are charging your birth certificate. Did you sign that birth certificate? Anyone who signed their birth certificate, please call in and let me know. Please let me know if you signed your birth certificate. So and your you mama came, didn't know, and your no? mama didn't know what she was signing. Well, if you, and it, there's a great You didn't sign. You never did sign it. The register, which he's a, a officer of probate court, which is a again an officer of the state that you that you live in. So if you didn't sign the birth certificate, and we all know, if we don't know, please know to as of today and from henceforth, they can only charge the birth certificate they can only charge the two-dimensional birth certificate they can't charge the man and the woman that's slavery
3: so you're saying that a man that let's say
2: uh,
3: uh somebody is in front of the judge not for murder some petty crime and so they not charging that man that's in front of them, they charging that person's birth certificate.
4: Yeah. And they asked you your name and you gave them the same name as on the birth certificate. So they assuming they put it together. They made you surety because you gave them the exact same name that's on the birth certificate. Instead of saying, I'm here representing this name or every single attorney before they walk in the courtroom they have to get what's called an entry of appearance. Where they're coming in under something, some foreign corporation, or wherever they are, you need to give them an entry of appearance. I'm coming in representing this. I'm coming in for what they call sue jurors. Not a pro se, because pro se is sure for prosecutor, and you just be coming right back under this system. Pro se. You know, you coming in I'm sorry, sue jurors. Sue jurors. Got me messed up here. S, what's it? S U I. J-U-R-I-S. Two jurors. Look it up. I'm coming and representing that birth certificate. I got it in my name. I didn't even authenticate it. And and if I authenticate it, what does this rule say? It has to be um, an athlete who states that he she is familiar with the bat. So right here, right in here, uh-oh, okay. So right in there, it talks about You're someone other than the birth certificate. You're someone who's familiar with what's on that birth certificate. That's proof again. I'm not the birth certificate. I'm not two-dimensional. Look at me, people. I'm a three-dimensional individual. You better start thinking three-dimensional. I go. I move up and down and left and right. My birth certificate is a flat piece of paper, and everyone in jail is a flat piece of paper. They have a number. They can't even really use your name. They got a number for you. Because they cannot address you as a human being, as an individual. You are a two-dimensional piece of paper. That's what you did when you said your name. Now I would say I went in when they would say my name, and I, have, but I had the birth certificate. out here representing, I had the birth certificate. I was holding it in front of me. It walked in front of the gate before I did. That's the way, when you go to court and have that birth certificate, this is what you are charging. The judge asks the clerk to give it to him and say, this birth certificate is submitted into the court, into the record. Boom. I could have walked out now. The man didn't have to be there. The birth certificate, what they're charging, just got submitted into the court. Do that. Please, I, Your Honor, uh, I have in my hand an authenticated birth certificate where I'm the applicant. I verify everything on there. And I need you to submit this as evidence of what I'm representing here. I am not the birth certificate. Put it in the record. And what does that do? And what do you claim to be? I'm part of the estate. I am signing other estate. Use that estate word, and I guarantee they will probably throw the case away because all estates have an asset. Everyone's estate has an asset which is able to discharge all your all your debt. Every estate has an asset that can discharge the debt that they're, they're charging you with. Under the federal rules, under the Federal Bankruptcy Act of 1978, look up the word insider. That is the person who controls the debtor. The birth certificate is always the debtor. You want to control the debtor. That is how we we can make it. That's how you have to make it. And you control it as an estate. It's an estate. So you're representing a either trustee, executor, an agent, whatever. But you're not you're the birth certificate. you just is the estate. Occupant. I call it occupant of the estate. I used to have third-party debt collectors call me. Well, who are you? I'm an occupant of the estate. Can I help you? What's your name? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I signed a letter of confidentiality. I can't give you my name. But what is your name and what is your business with the estate? I'm very familiar with what this estate is doing. I don't want to talk. Well, I'll tell you what. Do you have this estate uh, address? You know, read off the address. Send him mail. I guarantee the estate will respond back to you. They hang up. Later, I don't hear from them anymore. I am the estate. I'm an occupant in the estate. That's your protection right there, people. That is your protection. I'm an occupant in the estate. You know, I don't have to give them my name. I signed a letter a non confidential. I can't tell you anything about the estate or what's in the estate or the property or the asset. I don't care if you're the general, if you're the president of the United States. They cannot go inside in an the state and and uh, occupy or take whatever it was inside the state. They won't screw within the state. no one can unless you somehow made it public unless you put it where it became public and some judges might figure a way around all that, but most of states should be private. no cause, folks come on. Y'all getting so away, I don't need to come on the show anymore because nobody got any questions for me. No one have so any your, calls. in. So, uh,
3: your birth certificate is public,
4: isn't
3: it? It's Are a, it's they a trading
4: public... it on the market? Oh, yeah. They're making money off of it. It is public and it, and we have, believe it or not, we have public p- protection because the Constitution, uh, Article 4, it's a public protection. We have insurances, full faith and credit. It's nothing wrong being public in the right way. But they are private, period. And they don't want to show you that they got bonds behind the scene, that be bonds behind the scene, that the, the, the judge, he's charging you and... The, the charges is in a vault in his vault. He don't you don't even know how much you're being charged with. You might they may give you some codes that you violated, but you didn't ask for the bond. How can you go to jail? People are in jail and they don't even know how much their bond is to bail them out. You go to jail because you couldn't pay the bond in the court. Now if you had said I'm in control of the debtor and I could pay this bond off with my what? Autograph and what? Exemption number? Oh, my God. That's all I got to do. Autograph it and exemption number on the bond. Oh, well, we don't have the bond. Well, if you don't have a bond, you don't have a case because you're damaging me. How are you going to pay if you damage me? And you're lying because I we- know on the publication 1212 as a nominee – you withdrew money out of my estate. I guarantee you drew money out of my estate. For the record. Please lie and tell me that you didn't.
3: We do have a caller. Uh nine eight nine two eight
2: zero.
5: Caller.
3: Yeah. Nine eight nine.
5: This is me. How are you?
3: Great, great. How are is you it, Brian?
5: tonight? Yep.
2: Hey, I'm Brian. I'm good.
5: Thank you for. Good evening. I'm good. Thank you for asking. I'm better now that I'm done vacuuming water.
4: Sorry <laughs> <laughs> about your flooded basement. But anyway, you got yep. a question, Brian?
5: Yep. Uh, earlier, you said that for the ANC, we had to have an EIN. What kind of EIN do you recommend we use for that?
4: Uh, well, the ANC, as far as I saw is being, and, and, and let me, I'm just going to make a, a, a quick observation. I did an ANC. I used my legal name. I registered my legal name. I gave my illegal name an EIN number. I don't feel you need to do all that. When they say your name, is, it says registered name, registered owner. It doesn't say EIN. That The EIN doesn't make you registered. Send right. it to yourself. So register the name, but you don't have to give it an EIN number. You just got to record that it's registered. You can start, go back to your state and, and open up a regular business. Just go to IRS and just get a regular business and get an EIN number for it. And then put an article corporation register it with your state or county as a sole proprietor or l l c and then that's what you would that's what I would use for a non interest account at the bank why non interest account I can deposit private money in there y'all people getting paid on the private side and you're mixing it in with your public money you're going to jail right. Private money must be private. You want to make it public, then you ask the manager to set up an escrow account. Transfer the private money, some of it, into an escrow account and tell the bank to give you a line of credit using that escrow account as your uh, collateral. So give you a line of credit and some checks to write off that line of credit. They love you. The banks love you. You just created clean, new money for
5: them. Yeah, they're trying to fractionalize
2: it. Yeah,
4: they're gonna take yep. that line of credit and whatever, and and, and go out and, and uh, send it to the treasury or whatever, and get Federal reserve notes. You just made yep. money for them, and you, uh, you turn <laughs> private money into public money without mixing it into your regular account. Don't mix that money up. That's how people go to jail. You can't mix private money with public money. What's private? OIVs or Uh, you know, terminating uh, bonds, all that. That's private. So you need an account at your bank, a non-interest bearing, meaning that it cannot get any entitlement, no interest, no nothing. It's just money that's being held in. Yes, it's insured. All accounts have an FDIC insurance, but that's not putting money in account. That's protecting the bank or anyone, you or whatever, if the bank goes insolvent. And banks do go insolvent. So once they go become insolvent and, and get shut down, the FDIC makes sure your money stays in that account or get transferred to a new bank wherever it goes. But that's not well, an entitlement. That's just an that's, insurance. It's not interest. Or whatever.
5: Yeah. And my my comprehension of the way the law is written is the investors have to be paid first before any FDICs get paid. So oh, they're yeah. gonna pay out know, they're going to pay off any investors of the bank first before they pay on those insurance policies.
4: Yeah. Well, again, a lot of times they transfer to a new bank. They, you know, when one bank shuts down, they just transfer all the funds to a new bank, and and a, and a, a loan goes to so the investors go with it. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. You know, you got, got to understand banking. I'm glad you asked that. You got to understand banking. I'm glad you mentioned that. You can't be mixing. And, wait, and of course, when you get rid of some of these bonds, it's more than $250,000, so you don't even want to put them in the bank. You want to try to open up a Treasury Direct account where you're linking it to that non interest bearing account. When you open up a Treasury Direct account, you're linking it. It actually a link it at, at a federal institution, I mean, a, a, a financial institution. So, you're going to be transferring funds. Put everything in the routing number, account number that you have at the Treasury Direct. And of course, you have to activate the account when you open it with a Treasury Form 5444. That activates the account. Almost like when you get these credit cards and they got that little strip on there saying you need to call this number to activate the card. The same thing is being done at the Treasury Direct. You have to activate it now- with the five four
3: four four. Now, when you activate that account at the Treasury Direct, should you do it in your name, or should you do it in in your bank or bank if you if you are a bank, or should you do it? Is it okay to how how should you open that account? The best way to
4: open it, that account. It really don't matter because all you got all you dealing with is, is providing them an account number. What's the name on there doesn't really matter. Okay. All you want is a routing number and account number,
3: and connected uh, to I'll, your
4: uh, other bank, the public bank.
3: No, you
4: you well you couldn't your, open it up unless you had that connection. Okay. Yeah, you couldn't open it up. That's one of the questions. What financial institution that you account and routing number that you have?
5: Yep. That's a prerequisite for opening a TDAs. You got to have a commercial account.
4: Mm-hmm. Exactly, and we really want to make it a, a, a non-interest-bearing account. All banks don't have it, so you need to have one that has one, and you also make sure that they have a manager that has a medallion seal. These are things you need to have, look for, before you start doing any of this stuff. Because I tell you, the man with the medallion seal, he's not going to know. Most of them don't even know what you're talking about. I have one. We got educated together. We got educated. Call headquarters. I'm sitting here. You sitting here. Call headquarters and let them know what we need to do. Let's educate him. You might wind up doing the same thing later on in his life. But the point is, you want him as your best friend. I, I mean, I'm, I'm mad. Every time I get one, they always transfer to another part of the world or whatever city. I can't. <laughs> they have a lifespan. About three months after I deal with them, when they see what I be doing and all the things that they be putting with their medallion seal on it, boom, they seem to disappear. Where's also, He got transferred to another city. Oh, okay. Too bad. Now, do you have one? And let me warn you. (laughs) That's what I have to tell her. I'm warning you. If you want to get roots, you want to live up roots, then. Work with Mister Rice because they will get rid of you. <laughs>
1: it's
5: gonna get transferred a few months after this. <laughs> and, yeah, and that's true,
3: the lady that worked with me at the bank uh, when I went back, she they had transferred her to uh, another bank.
2: Yeah,
4: it's, she had. I know they get yeah they they have shortages and stuff I and mean, you know that, but when the bosses start moving around, somebody's something going right they It was never meant, especially in the inner city. Come on in the inner city, I can you, know, you could probably go up and down your block and ask, you have a trust, you have a trust? no, no, what are you talking about? No, no, nobody have a trust. you follow ten forty one no, you know what a seven oh six seven oh nine no. We just saw ten forty.
2: Well
4: they got exemptions and 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 uh, uh what is that? Benefits, privilege what is it called exemptions and credit or whatever to you know, lose money. People don't you know what the when you try to go to a lower income with the ten forty, everyone's trying to get deductions and 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 credit or whatever, you know, to get down to a lower tax bracket so that they pay less taxes. But did you ever ask where the money that you had from your gross to the money that you had at, after the taxes were taken, after you got that exemption? Where's that money going? In thin air? Or oh, is the bank getting it? Maybe they want you to do that deduction so that they collect the funds. So that money got to go somewhere. You know, you made 20000 a year, you you gave to the church 3000 you went on a town join a cruise for 2000 so you got down to fifteen thousand. So they're gonna tax you at fifteen instead of twenty. Well, where, where do you think that five thousand dollars went? It just disappeared, hmm. or did they get it? They must have got it. Someone got it. That's what the mm-hmm. ten forty does. That's what the ten forty does. It creates deductions and and credit and all this other stuff to get you to a lower bracket, so they could collect money. And then what you get back? Maybe you're lucky to get two hundred dollars, three hundred, four hundred. You're so happy. Oh, I got I got a thousand dollars. Okay. Fine. But you start doing the ten forty one and the OID. And and we come in OIDs with that bank, you let that bank know that you are the owner, do you at the age of majority or whatever. Because once you file it at the register of these and they put it and you get it back and again, this is private, people. This is private. You don't take this stuff up to the front counter. That's the problem. You send it to the Register of V of Titles privately. People, well, I took it to the counter. They, because it was, they don't know. They're not meant to know at the counter. That's G P, that's the public, that they don't know. And why do you think that every time you take something they say, Well we going let, let me take it to the manager. You know, automatically they gonna do they but even sometimes even the manager don't know. But the clerk should know. And that's where they say, register of title. Look up that term, registrar of title and see who is that individual. You gotta start somewhere, folks. You gotta start somewhere. Come on, anybody else? Any more questions? You got ten minutes, folks. Eleven minutes. Twelve minutes.
2: Twelve
4: more minutes. You know it. You know thank it you.
2: all. Yep. Thank I'm
4: you, Mary. Thank you. you. You're welcome. Th- thank you. You ready? Right right? Yeah. I need to be on the show. If all of y'all smart and got, and know everything, I don't need to be here. And I, I'm, am I misdirecting you or something? Let me know. I'm, I'm not all that sensitive. I'm... Even, and even if it's
3: confusing, I mean, ask the question and
4: it'll, you'll get some clarity. We got a lot of new, new. I know there's a lot of new people there out there. Probably, maybe some. I don't know what. He, I don't know what he's talking mm-hmm. about. Well, this is for you to be calling. But they got other shows out there that will help you to understand the beginning, go to ABC birth certificate or something. You know, Internet is the largest college in the world. I mean, you don't have to pay a penny right. other than your mom to get Table, the Internet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or I, and I see more and more people doing more of their work on the telephone. I'm like, whoa, you do telephone?
2: Yeah,
4: You know? All you got to do is speak the word, authenticate birth certificate. Boom, 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 boom. You you got a done deal, video and stuff you can watch.
2: Mm-hmm. You just
4: say the words in there. They will come up. They will speak it to you.
2: So been uh, no
4: excuse. And, and please let me know that when you go on the phone and say, authenticate birth certificate, if it comes back and say, well, you need to listen to the Myron Rice Show, at eight o'clock on Sunday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when,
4: when you start hearing something like that on there, we we please let me know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen to the modern rice Beverly D show Sunday eight o'clock three two three. <laughs> you know three <laughs> four two one five eight six and press one. You get all the information you want. I'm just trying to direct you folks. I'm not saying I have all the answers, but I'm just the one to believe in having a nice, strong foundation. Because there's some of the things I said that are not, you know, advanced. I'm trying to give you the fundamentals of a nice foundation that you can work off of. Because a lot of people been doing this uh... too.
3: Just like I, I know how to do my GSA, G, GSA paperwork. Now I'm just working on my letter, the the letter, you know, the package, putting the package together.
4: For the Social Security? hmm yes. Okay. Well, first, I would start off, though, you say you know how to fill it out. I would first ask yeah. them what, what, what forms are to be filled out and if they have a problem feeling of doing it themselves for you. Because they are your employees. They are your employees. They're trustees. They work for your estate. They are you. Use them. You know, I never know a boss saying I'm going to do all the work and let the employees just sit on the side and eat lunch and food and relax. Ask them. What can they say? Oh, we not we can't help you there. Okay, then, then maybe I need to go to the next your boss. So can I
3: send them my form with the letter yeah. saying that if say. this is correct, if there's any mistakes or anything, could you please correct it or inform me
4: how to correct it or something like that? Mm-hmm. That's Yes, perfect. I mean, you have to start somewhere, and that's just that's just okay. good at least. You're pointing them in the right direction, and they'll they say, well, what's she doing? Well, you better pass up to someone who makes more money than you make. Pass it up. You're lying. The CFO knows. I'm guarantee he knows. C-E-O, he knows. They know how to do these things. They've been making us money all the time. Every A contractor. Conference. I talked to a couple of contractors.
3: Okay.
4: Yeah, they use them all the time. Them contractors. Yeah, and that's what we are. We are contractors. They're called obligees. They are the people who providing us the services and stuff, and we're we're the contractors that's paying them uh, for the for you know for the services. And they have to have insurance in case we don't pay. They want to protect themselves. So the question I ask: Why are they taking your house and your car? And your student loan, your checks, when all they need to do is file an insurance claim. File an insurance claim and get reimbursed. Everybody walks away happy so they won't federal reserve no side. They want to put the hurt on you. Why do you want to put the hurt on me? What right,
3: you? you know. It's like they they, they, they get money from both ends, uh, us and and their
4: insurance. I hope Betty was. I hope Betty was getting, going to call in because she told she enlightened us how the governor uh, was stating what? or the mayor was stating that that people that's under the property level in Michigan don't mm-hmm. have to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. And he announced it on, on on some kind of a call he did. was he, he said it was property? the last thing or he no said. <laughs> property taxes.
3: Okay. If you're making under so much too. money,
4: I was hoping she'd yeah. come on and clarify that. That's a, that's some deep stuff right there. Because the whole really yeah. look how I, everyone is below poverty level. You know, whatever we all under poverty level. I don't care if you're making thirty five thousand, you still might be under the poverty right. poverty level. Poor, poor, poor. And but so they don't have to take the pay people pay that. that.
3: Look look how many black people well people period in Detroit that lost houses because of tax property taxes. Lot of see people they can't paid
4: for. An yeah. And you I guess you were saying that they can't go back. They can't make it virtual But those who have lost their homes, they can get so much money every mm-hmm. month for for the homes that they lost. So they, they could make up it. They have to look forward. They have to move forward. They can't really go back cause there's too many people might not be in the house. Houses might not be on the block. I had a friend call me yesterday. Mm-hmm. She's in California. My mom and I knew them when they were here in Detroit. She had property off of what uh, Connors
2: and and
4: uh, uh, Jefferson. And she called me up to say, I went on Google uh, Maps and they just tore down my mama's house. <laughs> Mm. Her mama died. Her mama died. Okay. Well, they had to, they okay. tore out my mama's house. You know, they tore it down. Yeah. She said she so. So she called me up and let me know they tore mama's house down. I'm like, oh.
2: Mm.
4: Yeah, you know, because they get while, stripped,
3: they were, If your if your name was still on there, they was tearing them down and charging people for the cost of the teardown.
4: Yeah. Again, you know, that's they had, had offer people. It. Those are offers, and you say, I do not wish to contract with you. Send it back to them. I do not wish to contract with you. Send it back to them. Everything they give you is an offer. Okay, how much money is on there? You don't know them. They don't know you, but they sit there because your name on something. I didn't contract with you. Show me a contract. I do not wish to contract with you. This is a new contract they're trying to make. This is what offers. And, or you give them a counter offer. Put a dollar stamp on there. Put a two cent stamp to pay the taxes. It's called tax duty. The two cent stamp in the lower right hand corner is paying the taxes on whatever amount of money that they have that they say you owe on the coupon. And the dollar stamp that you put in the middle and you put in $1 in writing is the consideration. That is what you're getting to pay the debt, the consideration. Why? Because the dollar stamp is based on gold. There, 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 that million dollars, whatever number they got on that piece of paper, it's just that, a piece of paper. It's not backed by anything. So you giving them gold as consideration. And the two-cent stamp is, and you cancel that stamp. The two-cent law lower right hand and you canceling it, is you, you're basically saying that you no, know, it's paying the taxes. It's called a tax duty. That's a tax duty. The dollar is consideration. It, it, it's not that difficult, people. You're going to get nothing for nothing. If you do have a debt, notify them that you're the owner. That way you get paid. Every time you pay a bill, the bill will come to you. <laughs> that cute. That's sweet. You write a check to pay off the water bill and the water bill comes back to you because you are the creditor. The reason the water department and the public trustees are keeping it, they are administrators for the office of the creditor, but no one has told their food in the office. So they keep in the fund. Once you tell them that the office of the creditor, and I call it an HNIC, is back in town, and I'm talking about the head national in charge is back. Just give me my money. Return it to me. I'm the creditor. See, so I like think
3: like, the, like you said, the water bills, to keep them from shutting your water off, you still need to send them a check, but you do send them, you know, the coupon with the stamps on it. And then eventually, will they quit sending you uh you know, we, you won't have to send them because you don't want them to cut your utilities off. So do you no, still have but to if, send
4: both to them? But if you told them that you are the creditor, there might be some checks and money they're going to be sending you anyway. You've been paying all these water bills all these years. Don't you think they have something to give you once the office has been occupied again? Pretty soon, why would they even send you a check? Why would they send you a bill when they know they're just going to give it right back to you?
3: So they should, they should send you something
4: just saying paid and full of a however or paid. They, they're just going to say thank you, and they can't cut you off because if they send you a bill
2: and okay. you give them a
4: check, then they have to give it back to you. It's a demand. Once you once they demand something of you and you take care of the demand, they have to pass that money back to the creditor. Period, Remember we had that one lady come on and say she hasn't paid water bill in a yeah. year, or so yeah, so she yeah. must be considered a creditor
2: yeah. after a
4: while, Why would they send a bill when knowing that they eventually they're the public trustee, they take your money 'cause you they have you in the office of the debtor, when you sign a contract, you sign as a debtor, you're giving it to the administrator who's administrating for the what the creditor, so you give it to the administrators. They're going to have to want to give it to the creditor when they know who the creditor is. So after a while, wait a minute. This is a whole bunch of paperwork that we wasted. We just don't bother going over to it. Just don't give a bill. In other words, you, be, you won't need no water bill. You won't need any kind of bill.
3: Well, uh, Mr. Rice, we're not getting any
4: callers. Oh, um, I don't believe this day. I thought we had some good information.
3: Mm. (laughs) Right. So uh, if if you want to go to Zoom or you um, have some more information that you want to say. No, that's
4: about it. I have to uh, put Granny to bed and then I come on back at 10.30. So if no one else have any questions And you know how it is People call in just when we want to hang up Nobody calling in Yeah,
6: call. okay.
3: somebody just raised their hand Hold on
6: Okay, go
3: Bye. ahead Eight three two
6: nine one nine. Yeah, 832. that's me Yes, okay Please, I'm sitting here Hitting the unmute I've been trying to talk forever And I'm like, wait a minute Did that thing say something about a star one? <laughs>
3: Yeah, just push one. So, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just push one. Oh, okay.
6: Just one. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, peace, peace, and love. Peace I, and love. I had, I had two questions. Um, the first question was when you were talking about authenticating the birth certificate. The first order on the birth certificate I got, they sent back the one with the all caps, and um, it was a short form for my stated. It says like a certificate of birth of. Uh, yeah, certificate of birth is what it says. So, but it doesn't say certificate of live birth or nothing like that. I was wondering. Okay. Um, when you, you said can tell sentence, the when you you could tell the difference. Okay. It's I'm telling.
4: Uh, it's not the name. Or it's not what's on the paperwork. That don't have nothing to do with it. It, it has to have okay. down at the bottom. Does it have a state register or a county register? Because when you was at the hospital, the county registered Name would be down at the bottom. If you go in and ask for it from the state, then it would be. Uh, the that? Yeah, down, um, down at the bottom. Where got a seal. Okay, then the that's state for, state. At, at the top now, they're gonna have area code. What, 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 area, what state are you in?
6: What um, state Florida.
4: are you from? Okay, oh,
6: I'm Hold in a Kansas, but my birth, the birth certificates are in Florida.
4: And on the top
6: side, I don't know if it's on the left
4: or right, they're gonna have three numbers and a dash. The three numbers every state has an area code. Michigan is one, two, one. Um, I'm just saying if this if this number uh, numbers like you see three digits, dash, and then two digits in the middle, some of them have two digits in the middle. You see a number at the top that has a three digits and a and a dash after it? It should be on the
3: um, left or the right side.
4: It should be most of them on the left side. They have a birth number, which is usually five five numbers. But on the but right side... They have side, a
6: certificate number, but all of that is in the middle. Um, well, what does the certificate number say? It's a, um, let me see, it's a three-digit dash two-digit dash one, two, three, Six digits. That's
4: it. Okay, that's well, that's, a, that's, that's your birth that's certificate. number. That's your birth That's the number.
6: What's the three-digit number? 109. And that's the same okay. number on all of me and the baby. That's yeah, a, 109. It with the same the one, 109. So I guess that's Florida. <laughs> the one in Florida, you said? it? Mm-hmm. It says um, yeah, what, FLA at the top, which okay. is actually well, that's the a, old way. Yeah, but that's, of birth, that's, that's a form a vital statistics.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's, that's the birth certificate. Now, the one, the birth record at the hospital is have 109 dash, and it won't have any more numbers after that. That's the birth record. That's the one that says you're alive. The one you got says you're dead. The one you have in your hand now says you are dead. You want one that just says 109 and dash, and then there's no year you were born in there and no number of the county that you were born. All that will be blank. That is when you where the doctor witness is saying this child is born alive. That is your birth certificate. Okay. That is the one that gets you out of the system whenever you decide to get out. That will be the one that you use to replace the birth certificate that you got in your hand now. Once you mm-hmm. replace it, you just announce that you're alive, and now they have to put you in a whole different category.
6: What, now, the one what, she what has, am I authenticating,
4: though? hmm
2: Hold on a minute. The one, the one
6: she
3: has now is the one with the credit on it, right? Where she gets all the credit. Exactly.
4: Funds, is that correct? Exactly. Oh, that's, that's the money you, one. Yeah. That's the money. That's the one oh, you can
6: control. Know, this whole time, I thought I needed one with the signatures and all of that. The certificate of liver. No. To do the no. authenticating. No. No, you need the to authenticate number. No, you can
4: authenticate the one you got right there. Take it to the Secretary of State and they're going to give you an affidavit, and then once the affidavit is – I mean, I'm sorry, they're going to give you a authentication. You tell them a uh, 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 country outside the Hague, which is uh, Taiwan, like the U, Jamaica. Um, those, those are outside. Wait, they're going to I ask mean, you
6: what country. I just want to make sure I got clarity because I've been – I thought that these were the wrong ones, and I needed to order. So I never authenticated the birth certificates because I thought these were the wrong ones.
4: No, take it to the state. You, 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 you didn't. Whoever gave it to you put their stamp and seal on the bottom. When you get it authenticated, they're just telling you that that person down at the bottom is in good standing with them. That's all authentication is doing. It's just verifying whoever stamped it is in good standing. That's the only thing it is. And you wouldn't have got it unless someone had to give you a stamp at the bottom, one So when you take it to authenticate, you're only verifying that the person who stamped it is in good standing. So when you take it to the Secretary of State,
2: uh. you know,
4: they're gonna tell they're gonna tell you your state. They're gonna say yes, this person that stamped it is in good standing. They're gonna send it to the federal government. The federal government gonna say yeah, the Secretary of State of that state, she's in good or he is in good standing, and they're gonna put their little authentication on it. Now that's done. That's a done deal. Once you get all this state and federal, now you put an affidavit, as I just read in Rule 220, telling you that you got to put an affidavit on top of the first certificate, stating that you verify everything on there is true and correct. And that is my mama. That's my daddy. That was the doctor that was in the room with me, and that, and this is the register of title that also that made it dead. All this stuff you be doing. As a beneficial, ask a beneficial uh, ownership. Because you can't own yeah, you it, it got, belongs to it the state. It doesn't
6: have that. It doesn't have, it just has the, it stops at the name, date of birth, place of birth, certificate number, date You got to do all of history. that. You have to do all that. Um, You're gonna have, I mean, okay. you got to you yeah, you verify that. everything on there. you verify
4: verifying everything on there is true and correct. At but the doctor is not. You,
6: it's not on there. Really, I don't have a long she form. She don't
3: understand what you're saying, Mr. Rice. She's got oh, all okay. oh. I'm sorry. You you oh, got the birth certificate.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. The, the My birth t- I forgot That's All right,
4: you're learning. You're learning. Some people some people birth certificate do not have the doctor say that you were born alive, but I think Beverly, the doesn't mine is the same form. I got the same form at the birth certificate at the birth record, but. You know, the birth certificate. That's how you know you got the wrong one because it don't say that this child was born alive at the date above. So if you don't have that on it, then you don't have the birth certificate. But you still could authenticate that birth certificate and verify all the things you just read off. You have to put it in an affidavit saying, "Yeah, this is this is true and correct." I'm very familiar with what's on here as being true and correct, and sign it, and uh, you know, and give it and and and. Uh, It it, and then you authenticate the affidavit that goes on top of that. But you first take it to the uh, state secretary of state office and let them put their stamp. They put a stamp on it, then
6: you got what you need to get. As long as they put
4: their authentication on there, you good. No matter what form you got. Yeah,
6: it has the the seal of the state of Florida, the um, state register's name, and it has. I guess the oh. bond certificate, oh. uh, the bond number stamp. On, All box. right,
4: well, take it to the Secretary of State. I don't care what it got on there.
6: Okay. Because, again,
4: it's not what's on there that's important. It's just the stamp and the person name that's gotcha. their
2: place.
3: after she take it to the Secretary of State and, and get it authenticated, then she got to send it to Washington, to the, uh, who she sent it to? Sec, uh, Virginia? Uh, you, I, no, I think it's, a it's a Virginia. Is it I
4: think it's a who is that? I think it's a yeah, it yeah, you send it with yeah. a form, forty one ninety four. Get a forty one ninety four federal yeah. yeah. form and they tell you who to sell it to and that you gotta put an envelope in there, everything like that. Oh, yeah. Fine.
6: I mean this, I can't believe star, I have this, this the whole somewhere. Yeah, this starts somewhere. That's I now, just there to do is it. another one that I can order from the county that is a loan form that has more information on it. It's not the hospital record, but it's well, it might be. I'm not sure. Yeah, it don't matter what it is. All,
4: all you just want to do is be able to get it all get it done going. and get it over with. If it's wrong, they'll tell you it's wrong. Why are you you're assuming something and something with that? You didn't have to assume all these bunch got it. Well, you should have just
6: tried it to see what happened. They didn't tell you what's wrong. No, I was told that I needed the long form to authenticate it. I, I, well, no. You, you were told the about, time. You were told by the
4: sec. You were told by the secretary uh, of state <laughs> that you had to get the long
6: form. No, no.
4: Okay, thank you. You got from somebody <laughs> from Jackson who thinks he you know what he's talking about when you need to just go ahead and take it down there and get it authenticated. Okay.
3: That's our problem.
6: Okay. Listen, there's too many people who don't That's know what like they're, they're talking about. Yeah, so what in about I have, I have? I have um all of them for my children. Uh, am I? Because I'm on hey, all of the them. records. They got to
4: be over. It says that They got to be over age 18. So you can't do the children. They're your property. Put them under UCC one as your property because they're nothing more than a dog or cat or but of chip. parent They're nothing but
6: property. For children. They're under your protection. They are. They're under. I mean, they're over eighteen. They're over eighteen, but then they need to do their yeah, own. For, okay, gotcha. That's what I. That's all I wanted to know because I'm on all of them, but I wanted to make sure when I send it, you know, I I have them send it separate. Yeah, let them do their own. Let them know. Let them do do their thing. So if they can, uh, you
4: know. Let them do their thing. Yeah. So they can understand yeah. how they go, how they got to live the rest of their yeah. life. If they don't want to know how to live the rest of their life and be debtors. Then that's up to them. You. You're trying to let them get into a creditor position, but you can't make somebody a boss if they don't want to be a boss. Right. Because that's what we're talking about. I got be it. A creditor. If if you don't, people some folks are followers. You know, they don't want to be a boss. They don't want to do anything. They don't want a career. They want a job where someone tells them, put this here, put this there, and da 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 da. Don't let me think about anything. I don't. I'm not here to think. I'm just here to do what you say to do. They're followers, and therefore let them be followers. But this 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 show is about being taken taken in charge. I can handle my own finances. I don't need a a de facto government. I don't need Buzz Bunny to tell me how to be a live person. And that's what a lot of people are doing. I got to fill out this form to to say that I'm alive. I got to go down to probate and get my name changed into the small. I don't need them to tell me I'm a live man. I don't care if it's large, small, or my name is in a circle. I tell you what I am, not you tell me. That's the problem we keep saying. I don't need Buzz Bunny to tell me how to be real. He's not real. These people are not real. So why are we asking their permission? Give notice. Give notice. i done this. I'm giving you notice. You could throw it in file 13, which is a trash can. I don't care. I got the green card for the post office that says you got it. That's all I need. And I go to USPS and do the tracking. Saying that you received it at this time, this date and time. That's all I need. I don't need the permission for nothing. I quit being a registered agent, register, resident agent for my name. I quit. And I hear you know, I hear young go, Well, they got a form. I don't need to fill a form out. It says the instructor say, Write the letter, write a letter to them. If I quit a job, I don't go to the job and say, Give me the form so I can quit. No, I walk in the office and I'm giving you a 30-day notice. I'm going, I'll be gone. Thank you. Bye. Don't listen to some of these people. They don't know. And if they told you what you should have said, is, show me yours. What did you do? Show me yours so I, can, I know exactly what to do. It's so funny how people are always giving information, but they don't give you application. That is the problem
6: yeah, yeah. you a lot of folks out there have. It. I did that um, just by observation, and these that I have are small. They're like, you know, almost a quarter of a legal size paper.
4: It don't so matter. So that's did you, why I did, thought did it was make, wrong. Did you make
6: them yourself? No, the state of Florida did.
4: <laughs> okay, well, if the state of Florida made it, it must have some kind of
6: status.
4: Take it
6: in and see what status they have.
4: Okay. Take take what you got. See what they say. They say, oh, we can't authenticate this because it's Well, what form do I need? Here, write it down for me, and then I'll go back and ask them for this one and bring it back to you. You know, I mean, like, people, learn how to use these resources. Don't be listening to somebody else until they can show you exactly what they need. The person who said this is not the right form well, show me. The, show me. Show it to me. Show me your application. Dad. If they can't do that, quit listening to them folks. That's like we go to these, you know, oh, they're going to show you how to be rich. Are they rich? Do they have a marriage? Show show you the baseball. Are they got a million? They don't got a million. How are they going to tell you to get, how to get one? That's what we problem that we have. We keep listening to folks because they say so. You could have probably had that done months ago and moved forward. To move
6: forward. Indeed. But, you know, that's that's me. I'm, a, I'm just going to take it. I know now. now so. I, I'm not you're just talking
4: learning. about
6: you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to center you out. I'm talking, there's a whole lot of people just in the same boat you're in. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't know. Now, when I send this, um, I was looking up. I came in on the end. You were telling, um, you were saying to look up Minnesota rules, because uh, I'm a am I'm gonna send this off. I'm thinking they should go out with some type of cover letter, telling them what I need. Right? I don't have. No, like, the Minnesota, no
4: Minnesota, the Minnesota rule is telling you how to become at the age of majority, how to become the creditor This is the rule. But that rule is showing you, right? It's telling you what you need to do. Your name needs to be registered. I don't think your name is registered. I have
6: the name. Oh, you know, I do. I did Um. I did Minnesota uh, with the birth certificate name and then uh, the one that's on the social uh, that I've been using um, I did that in a different state, but yeah, I do have it and it's actually uh, that DBA is registered in the county here in Texas, but well, um, a, a, DBA,
4: a DBA is not the same as an ANC. Assumed name certificate
6: well, is not it's a DBA. an assumed name. Yeah, I think okay. Minnesota well, question, was an assumed name.
4: Okay, so the question is, I said registered name. So you registered it to yourself? I did. You did register it to yourself. So you give me an RC or RA and several numbers and US at the end. You can give that to me right now.
6: Oh, that, oh, no. You mean with what a are registered you mail thinking? ticket? Oh, yeah. I you meant, Did I go on the state and, you know, claim it with Minnesota? They can't, I, the
4: state can't register nothing. They are a corporation. The state is a corporation, people. They can't register nothing. They can do a registration, which means they can record it, but that is not uh-huh. being registered. Only the post office can
6: register you. Okay, I so have you um, send it to yourself to the ticket. post office. Okay. Yeah, but you do mail it to yourself. No, I'm I'm just saying I have the ticket, so that's what I need to do tomorrow. I need yeah. to put them all put them in just, the mail and tell them. And I'm just, and I'm just and I'm so saying this is in what Room Two Twenty
3: says. Mister Uh Rice. You uh you putting all uh, what in the mail? You putting what you what you saying?
6: Call Um to register um to mail it to myself. Okay. You're saying Are you talking about in the the, mail What you and mail got from Texas.
3: You talking about from Texas. We ain't talking about the
4: birth certificate yet. Now, we're about the A&C. Okay. You, you got an A&C from Minnesota, you got to register the name. The name need to be registered. You can send it to your mama house. I don't care as long as it comes back to you. And you put it in a okay. file. Okay, so you it needs to run, it need to
6: run through the okay. polls.
4: It needs to run through the Exactly.
6: Register. Make sure gotcha. you
4: scan everything in before you send it to yourself. Because you're not going to open up the envelope. That's only for you have to go to court. That's for the judge to open it up. So you scan everything before you put it in there. And that way you'll have copies of it. Because when you send it to somebody certified, they got a certified copy of a registered
2: document.
4: So you've got to put the registered number on the affidavit of your ASC. You gotta put an affidavit because you can't you're not supposed to edit what they gave you. You have to create an affidavit and then you put the registered number or certified number in the upper right hand corner. And then you scan everything in, stick it in an envelope. They can stick it, send it to yourself, and put it in a file cabinet or wherever, where you never open it up, and that is required. But then the copy that I scan in, I can print them up and put them in an envelope and put a certify it to whoever I want. So now they got a certified copy of what you have registered and what was certified. Isn't that what you got from Vital Statistics? A certified copy. Do
6: you get a certified copy from vital statistics? Um, yeah, it
4: has to be okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Well yeah, well if you go down to the register of deeds and get something from the register of deeds, like it was warrant they give you a certified copy. So they, they don't have the original visas, But they give you a certified copy that means it's true and correct. So I'm giving them a right. true and correct copy of what I done that I did and I paid for, and I'm not giving them my original. They didn't get my original. They're getting a certified copy of what I have of being original. You want my original? Take me to court, and then I can show them to you. Then you don't
2: believe it. But they
4: all have numbers on them where you can call the company up and ask them. Did did uh, this man, you know, uh, get authenticate this document with this number? They can call a check on it. But I'm giving them certified copies of what I have registered because it states on there. You have to be a registered owner. Not a registration, a registered owner. Well, the only person who registers is the post office. The state uh-huh. can't register things. These corporations can't register corpse. They're dead. Corporation corpse, they are dead. Their things can't register anything, they can only record it. Called registration. I don't even know why they call it register of deed. When you take something to register of deed, they scan it in and they give you back your original. So, excuse me, then what does that mean we got registered? Not They just recorded it.
6: They give you back your original.
4: I'm telling them to just make a point here. That's
6: all. Oh, my God. And it's so amazing. I just, I appreciate (laughs) y'all. All
4: right. And, you know, again, well, we, we got
6: listeners
4: on this same situation you're in, they're listening to that same. Well, I'm glad it wasn't me to also, call it. <laughs> and you can also uh,
3: go back and listen to the show again. And we also have some older shows on the archives that you can listen to that explain, uh, Mr. Rice explains the birth certificate uh, so you can have real clarity of what you're doing.
6: Yeah, I I know, and I appreciate you um, sharing that because I did hear you all on Blog Talk. Um, yeah, Blog know that. Talk
3: Radio. Yeah, Blog Talk Radio dot com forward slash mm-hmm. truth and the number two and the word power. True to power. I'll, I'll be right back. And all the okay, all the shows are archived, and then you can just go back uh, about a year. And that issue, one, dealing with the birth certificate.
6: Okay. I appreciate that, sister.
3: Okay. Thank you. Thank you for calling in.
6: Oh, my right, Okay.
3: All righty, everyone. And we're waiting on Mr. Rice to come back. Uh, we have four minutes left. And so for those of you that want to join Mr. Rice on Zoom, you can join him on Zoom if you have more questions. Nine eight nine two eight zero five zero nine seven. no, excuse me, y'all, that's the wrong number, <laughs> 675-305-0662, 675 is the Zoom number, and uh, you can continue to conversate with Mr. Myron Rice. Mr. Rice, what
4: is your information? Yes. If they want to contact you, okay, yeah, uh, you can contact me on Skype uh, Rice Tech R I C E T E C H six five five seven, and give Excellent. me whatever, and we can con- converse back and forth. And um, okay, so anyway, All I'm right. going to sign out. Thank you very much, okay. Miss D.
3: Okay, thank you, Mr. Rice Talk to you later Peace and love
2: That's great. peace, peace and, and love
3: Okay, peace and love, everyone I'll be back on tomorrow at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Dr. Robert X Let's
1: start with who in the middle like a skipping stone a ripples one son of a gun some would not have thought so but I stand here commander in chief and I take that seriously
0: but along the way enjoy thanks the order breakfast at the McDonald's drive through tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work But it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's.
5: Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary.
0: McDonald's. I'm loving it. A little flexibility can go a long way.